advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I, I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I, I am, am Sofa King. <laughs> you say funny things. I was driving me crazy. I couldn't see the Zencaster clock. It was all double zeros. And I was uh, like, that fucking shit's not moving. No, that's working. And I saw the red button and I was like, is that say stop? <clears throat> glasses. I no, that's glasses, working. But yeah, it's going. It's right in my face. You need asses. Asses. Yeah. And my face. Right yeah. in my face. You need glassless chaps. Glassless chaps. <laughs> yeah. 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 Less dangerous, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, my windows weren't going to have glass. That wasn't my plan then. Oh, your nipple windows? Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. glassless chaps to go with my nipple windows. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I have the body for glassless chaps. Mm. I don't know if I can pull that off. I got assless Brent. That's I the problem. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah. no ass at all. Yeah. yeah, any chaps you wear are assless chaps. Yeah, <laughs> even if they're full, <laughs> even if they're... <laughs> I gotta start doing some some lunges. What are the what are the things you uh fuck? What are those things you wear when you go fishing? Like you know you you put them on, you can wade and oh waders, waders, yeah. yeah. Even if they're waders, you're still assless. they're still assless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta, That's funny. I gotta work up to it. I kept so, thinking of my problem is I can't I do glassless. squats. I, I can't try to build my butt up. I can't even do squats. Glass. You need a stair stepper, fool. Can I do that? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, I got stairs a, right there, bro. Like girls stairs yeah, those are it. dangerous. Those yeah. are fucking those are, stairs, dude. <laughs> it's not going down. It's going up. I Everybody cap, falls. We, we always talked about we're going to cap the front of those. Yeah, just we need to. Just cap the front of them yeah. in. Make those stairs look nice. Let's do it. I would like to finish that last little part. We're not yeah. going to do it. We say yeah, that we won't. Let's do it. We can do, do the whole thing where we fucking made shelves in there and put the faux whiskey bottles on that. So when you walk down, like your first impression. Let's do it. It's that or the bomb shelter, which is kind of tempting to take the handrail yeah. back out, put the carpet floor in on a hinge. So when you walk up, you can pull a rope and lift the floor out of the way. Uh. But when it's all sitting there, it's just like sh- like cans of corn and fucking three in one oil on shelves. It just looks all fucking yeah. disheveled. What Brent's talking about is us making the entrance to the studio, make it look like it's a false entrance, yeah. basically. Like, like you don't think wall. you can go in there. You have to pick up a yeah. floor. The door, the door will either be a whiskey shelf or some sort of shelf. Right. You can still do it with a shelf. Like just put like, you know, canned food on it and fucking. Push it out of the way. I meant yeah. the whole room. Turn the turn the entrance into a room. Like oh, make a framed floor that lifts yeah, up out yeah, of the way. Yeah, 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 so yeah. even if someone like came to clear the building, they would walk in. There would just be shelves on the side where we could like be old in corn and bullshit. Yeah. We'd be down below it, yeah. and it latches shut. So like you just see carpet on the floor, some old shitty raggy carpet. Like we take the yeah. shit over here, and so you could walk into the room. And it would just look like it was a fucking storage room. You probably wouldn't even walk in there. You would just shine a flashlight, yeah, see corn, and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. But well, it'd be a pain in the ass. Corn. Yes, you absolutely yeah. take the For corn. For quarantine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Brad is on fire. You got to <laughs> suck my quack. Quarantine, Alpacines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whiskey. It's this Burnside, fool. Trade me. Oh, you're doing the Burnside? I will trade you. I got the Bonacci. You got the that shit's good. He went. I'll trade, I, I, I will trade it. you one Sammy Walsh for one Josh Haney. 
I don't, okay. I don't know if any of us should drink that Burnside though, because it is low. I don't, yeah, know, who, I don't know who did that. We've got multiple Burnsides. I know, but Brad already had some of that last. Fuck, Brad. Jesus. Enjoy it, sir. Oh, man. That's good. Is it? How do you know? Oh, man. You just went right past. You got that shit's good. Taste it. You Taste swish it. Around. You don't swish anything around. Dude, this is so good. <laughs> Dude, we got a lot of whiskey. I, I might say right now, this might be the best fucking whiskey we've ever had. I forgot how good this was. This is why there's none left. Which one? It, Can we man. buy it? The, it's the Burnside oh, yeah. with the like the blue teal label. That yeah. Josh Josh Haney it's, got us. Uh, this is like the fucking best. What's the standard Burnside? Ever. Burnside what? It says uh, Burnside Oregon Oaked Bourbon. Yeah. Blended bourbon whiskey finished with oak, Oregon Oak. Yeah. This that shit is The amazing. other one's the West End. And then we have another one. Oh, that one's good too. The Oregon Oaked Bourbon. Oh, that's the old bottle. It's the yeah, same one, the Brent. original bottle. Yeah, that's it's not the original. This, is it? Yeah. It's the same thing? Yeah. Oregon Oaked Bourbon. Same thing. Old bottle. bottle. Yeah. See. This one's, oh, got Twisty Cat. Yeah. Let me see. I can't smell it at all. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's the, look at it's Oregon right. Oregon oaked bourbon. That's the same one. Oregon Color's not oaked the bourbon. same, dude. Yeah, I mean it's a different batch, I guess, but it's way lighter. Oh, I don't true. think it's the, the same. Batch will yeah. make a difference. Oregon oaked bourbon. Here, I'll twice taste. barreled. It says. Oh, this is different. That's single single. Wait, Here. is it? Brad and I are drinking tonight. What's going on? Hold on a second. I'm gonna have a headache. For oh, sure. this one is. This one's like numbered and shit. This one's special. Josh, Josh Haney themselves. also. Wow. What well, all the yeah, all the Burnsides are Josh Haney. Oh, Josh, oh, we nice. love you. We love you. Well played, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, there's some I was gonna drink There's some people Benachi. that have like multiple bottles in here. Patty Larson, there's a bunch of bottles. Oh Sammy Walsh, my god. A bunch of Let me see that one. Hand oh, it back. My Hand it back. God. Hand oh it back. my god, no. Quit, quit gasming over there and give it to me. Oh, that's, what, that's what she said. God damn it. Yeah, there's not much of this left either. That one's fucking. Not better oh than that God. one. It can't be better than that one. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be trying to be nice. Man, that's a lot of whiskey we had. I just think I just drank three. So I know, yeah, you guys drinking a short I amount of time. We're gonna be fucking. I still got the chill on, on the topic here. here. Let me clear my palate a bit here. Man, that one's that one's way smoother. I don't know. How could it be better than it's this? Smooth, it's way smoother. Don't break my heart, Brad. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm not moment. lying to you. That one's good. I'm telling you, ugh. that is every bit as good as that one. It's smoother though. It's need, just as good. Same flavor, but smoother. If you're out there, send us more Burnside. Doesn't have to, <laughs> Josh, you don't owe us a, a goddamn thing. You sent us enough. But if anyone has access yeah. to Burnside, that's the fucking one. And Westward. Yeah, if there's a, I don't right. know if there's a, yeah, that one, Brian Ross. Yeah, fuck. But in the, ass. but in the meantime, in the meantime, Josh, feel free to send us more Burnside. In the if, mean, yeah, in the mean side. If you yeah. see fit, if you see fit to do so. But God damn, I wonder yeah. how many variations there are of this. I don't know. This is so good. good. That this one's good though, man. This Benacci, this one right here, that's really good. I this one was, right I think here, that was really expensive. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's like eighty bucks. Like, I mean, granted, that's, that's pretty expensive. You know, yeah, I'm gonna put it against a stout real quick because uh, someone said they had this at Albertsons for seventeen dollars. Yeah, no, the Jameson Stout's good, but it's not Burnside like Benacci. No, it's like, a different. It's, it's a, a different it's not. Category. It's good, but it's not the same. It is not. I mean, it's good. No. This is it's good. It's almost bananas. It's not the I same. Like bananas or somewhere. That's weird. No, okay, the, so no, I'm the gonna, Jameson. I'm going to talk yeah. about patrons. So okay. our patrons um, who who send us this whiskey, send us this whiskey, and and uh, give us money. We always like to talk about several of them and give them a shout out. Um, the first of which is Sarah Elizabeth Withrow. 
Damn, I don't very, feel like I'm. Yeah, I need a gold jacket proper, to talk yeah, to her. It's a very proper name. Sarah Elizabeth gold Wisrow. jacket. Gold jacket. Green jacket. Who I'm gives not, I'm not quali- I'm not qualified to set her table. I don't know which fork. Yeah, goes I don't where. think you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have a salad fork and a regular fork. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's think called a regular fork. A dinner fork. Dinner yeah, you have a dinner fork and a salad fork. You have a butter knife and a spoon. There's spoon. extra there's extra forks and knives and spoons in there though. Yeah, there's all kinds of extra shit. I just use like a regular fork. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use a big fork and a little spoon always. I am picky Never about spoons. Spoon. I don't forks like big spoons. Whatever. Big spoons. It depends, not it depends cool. on it depends on the, the dish. Sometimes no, you don't I want a little big fork. spoon. Sometimes I need a little spoon. No. Apparently no, I don't I, ever want a little fork. I always want a big fork, but there are some dishes where I prefer a little spoon. Okay. I respect that. So I found out I eat cereal weird. Why? I haven't had cereal in years, but my family pointed it out. And then I went to, I was like, man, I want cereal really bad. And they got really excited because I was going to eat cereal. And I was like, (laughs) fuck you guys. And I was like, I won't eat cereal. Apparently I tilt my head back slightly. Like I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like I'm, I don't want the milk to fall out of my fucking mouth. I don't know what I'm doing. It's a wet food. Yeah. It's like, I I take a, I take a bite of cereal and my head is tilted back slightly when I'm eating it. Like a chicken getting a drink of water. Like I, I stay... I stay like into the bowl. <laughs> I don't you know, know what I mean. I'm have to like, like wait I'm till, eating, You know, how you eat top ramen. Like you stay in the bowl. I'm gonna do it tonight and wait till everyone falls asleep and have a bowl of cereal because I haven't had one forever. We got O's right now. We'll film it. I'm not filming it. There you film it. Why if are you I so self conscious? Well, here's the deal. Why I will change so- my behavior if I film it. It's not gonna be true. Just you know be I mean? real. Just be real. I'm yeah. trying to be comfortable about it. Maybe just, I'll film it to try to observe what the fuck I'm doing from just, the side. Just be real. I'm not posting it. Just be real. I'm not doing it. Send it to me. Yeah. I won't post it. I'll put it on Instagram, but there's very few people on Instagram. <laughs> That's on, true. Yeah. So another patron is Shea Butter Lester. That guy's skin uh, is silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Shea Butterball. Yeah. yeah. He's also a boxer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And then we have uh, not Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Did you put not? Is not on there? Is it like no, it's K- just Mike, K- it's just Mike. It's just Michael Hall, but it's not oh. Anthony Michael Hall. Man, living in the shadow. That guy's his whole life in the shadow of Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah, and 16 Candles. He can't do shit. Damn, that picture, it keeps coming up of Anthony Michael Hall holding Molly Ringwald over his shoulder. I have no idea who that is. (laughs) (laughs) No? You know Breakfast Club, right? Breakfast? Breakfast Club. I'm saying that for Steve Foster. I don't. Breakfast Club. Never seen it. Breakfast Club. you never seen that movie? I've never seen it. Have you seen 16 Candles? Have not. Have you seen Weird Science? Yes. It's the blonde kid. I don't remember. I'm going to say right so, now. I was so young. I can't feel my lips. That's happening really? right now. Yeah. I, we just downed like a shit ton. That was like. You guys drank a ton. I could. I'm not even there and I could tell you drank a lot of whiskey. I, I just know. drank more. It's not a competition, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm there already. You sure I, got there. I can't feel my face. So the can't final hang. patron is karaoke Big E. I think he does karaoke uh, on, on the e. weekends. He does karaoke on E. Yeah, that's right. that's right. And he only does he only does Biggie karaoke though. He, he covers yeah, he does Biggie. True. Biggie, yeah, Biggie. Yeah. But it, everything dum, feels dum. so good when yeah. he does it. Yeah, yeah. Give me the loot. Uh, he's all all have the you, have, all you done ex, have you done that before? What ecstasy? I have not. Me neither. Yeah. It's never really like that's one of those things like that I've never. I'm kind of scared of that. I don't <laughs> no, know. I'm not scared of it. It's like a love drug. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's I would like, do it if I thought I just, shit was going down. I don't want to sit there and suck on a sucker the whole time and carry around a bottle of water. And like dance to trance music, like I, I, and house. I don't want to do it. Like it's just Brad wants thing. a hate drug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. does that exist? A drug? Just, sure. Like, PCP. Bath salt. <laughs> yeah. 
I want yeah. something I can jump over a Cadillac long ways on. You know what <laughs> I mean? And feel wow. invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like an old like Cadillac too. Not a new shitty little one. I want, I yeah, want yeah, like yeah. a 1977, you know, DeVille four door. Mm-hmm. I just fucking, fuck. I want to be able to launch over that motherfucker and feel invincible when the cops try and take me down mm-hmm. wearing a leopard skirt. Tase me. Yeah. Tase, tase me, bro. bro. Is it a red convertible? <laughs> For sure, it can be. Yeah. It can be whatever you want it to be. I'm hoping. My my when the guy did it to my grandma's Cadillac, hers was kind of purplish. Mm. But yeah, I'm she so had it. I'm so buzzed. I feel like I'm watching the podcast right now. I'm like really? outside of this shit. I hit me hard. I haven't You're really having eat, an outer body experience. I haven't eaten much. Damn, I need. To, I can't have any. I haven't more. eaten either. I can't so, have any more. I need to calm down. Really? Let's have a yeah. drink. So thanks to those patrons. Um, thanks to those patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons. Um, if you want to go to Patreon.com. Uh, backslash Sofa King podcast. You can support us for as little as a dollar. You get our bonus episodes. We record a bonus episode every week. And if you give more, then you're able to access extra bonus goodies, like extra uh, early releases on episodes and all sorts of shirts and mugs and cups and yep. sundries. So, and there's, and remember, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. So there's three different shirts, Brad three different shirt. shirt tiers. I'm at, I have the $40 shirt on, which Brent right. showed us, the moth shirt. You have the skull shirt. I'm, so, I'm convinced that's, that's, a, that's a B now. I realize that's a it? B. Yeah. It's a mothra. It's a moth. That's a B, bro. Look at his butt. I what realize it? it's a B. That's how moths look. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the original pigeon skull shirt, which is at the $10 level. So recognize the levels. You know what I mean? And then the right. fuck face peasants don't have anything. They don't have access to the to the bonus episodes. You're buzzed. I can tell you're buzzed. No, I'm buzzed. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I have a moment of clarity. I feel good. <laughs> I feel really good. <laughs> Dave, you, at least when you're here, you have some control. You're not here. Not really. He doesn't have any control. No, I have no control. <laughs> he never has. He eats his own brother. Like, yeah. that's, he has no control. <laughs> Point taken. Um, and he talked about eating his mom in the last one. So. I will say this right now, though. We're at 491 patrons. Thank you to fucking everybody. Yes, thank you. Obviously, thank we're going to give the 500 patron, 500th patron a prize. Oh, uh, is it going to be that way? I mean, it might not be a great prize. Get something. Someone's getting something. Screenshot that motherfucker. Yeah. And here's the thing. Once it happens the first time, that motherfucker's getting a prize. If it drops back down because some motherfucker's card got declined and you come back up and hit 500 again, we're not doing that. Right. You're not coming no, down no. and coming back up, coming down, coming back up. The first 500, you get The first something. one to 500. So yeah. we're nine away right now to hit that 500. Yeah, That's every been a long other time month, coming. Sammy it only Walsh. took five years yeah. to do that and, and 500 what, episodes. Well, and no, what, it didn't take five years. It took it took two years. Right. Since we started Patreon. Patreon, because we didn't, uh, we purposely true. didn't start Patreon until like the third year or something. So, um, yeah, we, we, you know. And what was, you get might be uh, provided by El Yucateco. The king of flavor since yeah. 1968. You never know. And, and Jimmy D's teas. I'm having trouble talking. I really Are am. you really? Well, I can tell you're both slurring. Yeah. I'm not slurring. Yeah. Yes, I am are. clear yeah. and conscious. Yeah. So our topic today is, um, this is one that's been on the lists forever, and we keep not doing it. Um, <laughs> and we finally uh, took the plunge and went in for it. So uh, Marilyn Monroe. Um, and I have to admit, like, I, I knew virtually nothing about Marilyn Monroe going into it. I agree. Not, a, well, not I mean, huge... you know, you know, the basics, you yeah. know, that, you know, she wore a skirt that was like right. blown by the wind. Right. And, and she, sang she was president. saying to the president, she had a really slutty voice. I had a very white man. There was an affair. Can't jump fucking moment with Marilyn Monroe. When I was making the cover art, I was, was doing the cover art for it. And I was like, that's weird. 
like I have seen Marilyn Monroe at the mm. swap meet on and fuck a billion fucking yeah, yeah. gangster shirts. Like for sure. Yeah. Like you always see those. California. And, yeah, you go to the t-shirt outlet, yeah. always California Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Like always. But I never saw Marilyn Monroe. I like I I looked at her and saw her facial features and I was like, right. that's weird. I, I never took the time to like look at her. Like right. I saw oh. this like general image of a pretty blonde girl with like the dress on. Yeah, you see the yeah. skirt blowing mm-hmm. up thing. You see these like caricatures and like cartoonized like v- versions of her. Yeah. And then I saw like real pictures because I had to like pick the cover art. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to like zoom in to make everything fit and balance everything out with text. And I started to like actually look at her in, in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. Like she looks completely different to me. Yeah, you're drunk. Now you're that drunk. I looked at her. No, no, no. This is a nice, this is after the after Stoner thought. Like I thought about this after the fact. Like she looks so much different to me now than she did a week ago. Because I had to like look at cover art and I paid actual close attention and it's like, she looks like a different person. It's weird to me. I don't, I don't know how to explain that other than I'm drunk. Um, I you, you get what I'm saying? I pulled up pictures. No, I, get, I get what you're saying. Like if you look close, all of a sudden like her face, I like I saw her face in a different way. I was like, oh, like just little subtleties, like her eyes, just things that I didn't notice before. No. And she looks like a complete, I, I recognize the unique. She went, she went from being a pop She's beautiful. icon to yeah. being a human being. Exactly. You nailed that shit. Like I, I totally recognized her as yeah. a person. Like it would well, be like, I saw her on social media and then met her in person. So it's like the Rosie. So like the Rosie, the Riveter thing. If you look like you see the Rosie, the Riveter, like as like on the side of an airplane or like whatever you would picture her as. But then if you actually looked at her as a person, it would be different. It would be different. It, that's a good analogy for sure. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I'm it saying she's an that. icon like that. Right. That image is an icon with the bandana and the fucking, right. you know, the arm, right. you but know, if you like, met her. Yeah. But if you met her, if you saw her, just a normal family yeah, I photo. Never, okay. Yeah. Stopped and paid attention. It's just a person. Yeah. yeah. It's just it, a person. Weird the, the, like just at the outset, like the, the thing that I, I want to establish in doing this like i've seen some of her fucking old 50s movies like a million years ago on cable don't remember them not like i gotta <laughs> say i'm not a huge fan and i'm not saying this to talk shit about marilyn monroe it's just not my cup of tea but researching her and where she started and what she went through and what she achieved and how she achieved it i'm pretty fucking blown away by marilyn monroe i have to say She's it's kind of like that baller. like she fucking earned everything that she fucking got it's kind of like the um and and obviously not in the same way but but what you're meaning is like how we looked at Oprah like when you think about Oprah and and when we did the episode we're like fucked Oprah like people are going to fucking hate on us like and then you actually go in and look at Oprah and where she came from you're like what the fuck right. like yeah, man. okay like this I have to say, like I, she's deserving of what's happened you know and I like I kept thinking uh like once I started getting into how successful she got and what she did to become successful, I kept, for some reason I kept thinking of Madonna. Like I remember when Madonna, like everyone, like when you look at Madonna's early career and her trajectory to fame and all of her huge albums and shit, you kind of just assume it was a fluke and she happened to be successful on the radio. And it's like, no, she knew exactly what she was doing. She was very conscious of her image. She knew who to manipulate. She knew who to fuck. Like Marilyn Monroe straight up slept with the right people to get put into better positions, to get into better movies. Like she was, she was a master of public relations and and she was hashtag me too before she was hashtag me too before it wasn't cool. She was like, like like I was really impressed because you just think she's a fucking dumb blonde and she 
he got famous. And because some actors, it's like they didn't really do anything to propel their career. They just got lucky with a great agent and a couple of good. It's like, no, she struggled like she was repeat and we'll get into it. But she's just regularly for years told get out of the industry. You're not right for this. Like, stop. Like, you're not good enough. Like, don't act. And she just kept doing it and struggling harder. So I was really, I was really impressed with, with Marilyn. Yeah, I mean, just crawled out of like fucking foster homes and molestation yeah, to, yeah. to have a, an affair with the president. Right. Like that's fucking crazy talk. I mean, Any like, one of us would do that. Right. Yes. With one yeah. of the one things uh, that I saw, one of the one biographer of her said that the suicide rate in Los Angeles doubled the month after she died. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I really feel like she had an affair with the right president because like the president before or after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not as like cool. You know what I mean? She had, she had an affair with the only president that you should have had an affair with. For, yeah. Or, yeah. She could have um, got the dick. I mean, maybe like George Washington was pretty cool. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, like in retrospect, it would have been cool if she was have, hooking up with W. But... <laughs> George Washington's a man. He's a man's yeah. man, though. He had wooden yeah, yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. He could take those out and give like and a Clinton, superior blue yeah. I mean, job. And Clinton, the yeah, first black on, president. That's true. That's yeah. true yeah. So, um, yeah, the horrible other taste was, in women, though. Horrible t- Clinton. Horrible yeah, taste in women. Taste, like JFK, that just shows you. You don't think Lewinsky's good looking? No. Oh. Really? I'm okay. I'm okay with her. What about the yeah. other one, the blonde one? I don't with the, the witch one. nose. Who's the blonde one? She's got a witch nose. I didn't see that one. Who's there? And Kinda. Hillary wasn't bad looking in her younger years. Now no. she's fucking like the devil. No, she but. wasn't. She she was good looking. Back yeah. in the day, she was pretty yeah. cute. Let me, see, yeah. let, me see, let me see. The other thing that I saw that was interesting about Marilyn Monroe is she would talk like uh, a couple of different articles I read uh, from people who knew her said that she would talk. She would talk about Marilyn Monroe as a separate person. Well, I like, mean, she was, that's not she her was, name. You no, know what I mean? She like, was Norma Jean. And Marilyn Monroe was a different person. And she said that like her, her, some of her ex roommates, like Shelly Winters and different stars, they said that they would be out and all of a sudden she would just turn into Marilyn and people would flock to her and take a bunch of pictures and whatever. And then afterwards they'd be like, what was that about? And she was like, I don't know. Marilyn just wanted to come out for a little bit. And like she could turn Marilyn on and off once she got good at it because it was such a separate persona for her and it was all part of her marketing it was all part of her strategy to become famous and and be on top so i can't hear norma jean without it being in elton john's voice yeah Lewinsky doesn't look good in that picture. no I'm, she, there was she a time there was it. like a blue dress picture or something i don't know she was okay in some that blonde girl was not okay though like i don't know monica Lewinsky looks better today than she did like <laughs> you know what i mean like maybe she that's looks better maybe today I see, maybe I remember yeah like that's pictures. her that's her on the left right there like Oof. she looks better today she had a fucking ton of plastic surgery she looks like a fucking plastic people no, no, that one's Linda Tripp. Oh, That's, that this one's Lewinsky, the, Lewinsky. The, brown, the brown-headed one. She looks better today. I think she's good looking. Yeah, than she was back then. So Marilyn Monroe, you could, you could never marry her and kiss her though, right? I mean, like you think about it, like presidential <laughs> dick in her mouth, like that's all you can think about. I don't know. She can never own a blue dress. There's a million things, or you make a joke really? of it, like yeah, maybe it's fun. I don't know. I mean. What, what do you say? Dave? That trip though. Right, trip, I don't, she, I don't what's the, like, at least it was a presidential dick. Like everybody's yeah. girlfriend had somebody's dick in their mouth, but it wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It could have yeah. been, it could have been a dude with no job. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's like true. most of yeah. our wives and girlfriends. <laughs> exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? President. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't play the saxophone. Like, I don't play the saxophone, but yeah. I feel like I would stand up. I'm yeah, good. At least like, okay. You sucked his dick. Did he play the saxophone? Yeah. He played the saxophone pretty good. Okay. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. 
I'm okay. But did he have a job? Yeah, he was the president. Okay. Oh, oh fuck. Shit. Okay. I mean, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. He didn't get laid off from McDonald's. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like, so she was born on D Day minus five, 1926, in Los Angeles, California. Um, her name was actually Norma Jean Mortensen. Um, and then oh, later, shit. Norma Jean Baker. Uh, so her childhood is just fucking horrible. So her mom. When she was 15, married a 24-year-old who was a drunk and abused her. And they had two siblings before Marilyn was born. They got a divorce. um, And the husband kidnapped the siblings and went to Kentucky. I mean, Uh, short of the kidnap, I feel like that was a standard back in the day, right? Like 24-year-old dudes were marrying 15-year-old girls. And then they were fucking just drinking when they got off their fucking hard labor job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the mine. Stocking trucks, like filling trucks all day with fucking crates. And then they drank drank and fucking beat her. Right. And Mm -hmm. she got got sole custody because of the abuse. So then he just fucking took him and yoinked and went to Kentucky. And keep in mind, this is what, 19-fucking-30-something? Isn't that that song, Norma Jean? You're the reason why. Isn't that that song? Is it about her? Thinking about Elton John? Elton no. John's song is about her. No. no, Michael Jackson, isn't it? Norma Jean. You're Billy, the reason Billy Jean. why. No. Thinking of Billy Jean. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Billy Jean. No, was not that's a different her. song. I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, you're, you're making shit up right now. I don't know about it. You have merged. I would never. <laughs> Elton, Elton Jackson right now is what yeah, you got. I would that was is a strange it? thought. Yeah. That would be fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I'll say uh, Elton Jackson. The outfit would be crazy because it, it would, it would be like definitely fucking, be crazy. It yeah. would be a, a fucking like communist general uniform in covered in complete sequence with big sunglasses. For sure. That'd yeah. be that'd be amazing. <laughs> it might be. Nordstrom rack. Amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. So the mom works as a uh in the industry. They're in Los Angeles even back in the day. She works as a film negative cutter. Um, and she ends up marrying, uh, Martin Edward Mortensen and they separated and she was born sometime after that. And no one is really certain who her father is. So in 1934, the mom has a mental breakdown. She's diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and she's moved from quote unquote, rest home to rest home until she's finally committed to the metropolitan state hospital, which I'm sure was a great place. A mental hospital. I mean, you can only assume. 1934 for the paranoid schizophrenics. That's that's some cuckoo. That's like cuckoo's nest fucking status. I don't. Electrical fucking shocks to the brain. Whoa. I don't think any um, experiments were being performed, Dave. Right. At this place. I'm pretty sure that was like. You overstepped the bounds. That was bottle in front of me, funnel lobotomy. Like that was that time. For sure. They're fucking cutting parts of your brain. Never. Our government and our facilities wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't do that. So she ends up bouncing from foster home to foster home. She she lives through a childhood of abuse. She she gets raped as early as 11 years old. Um, There's one couple that uh, Marilyn Monroe's mother paid twenty five dollars a week to keep her. Um, and so this couple kept her for several years and that was the only time that she found any sort of stability, but then they got a job back East and bailed and couldn't afford to take Marilyn or Norma Jean with her or with them. So she was back into the, to the foster homes, et cetera. And by all accounts, after she got raped, she got severely withdrawn. She developed a stutter and she just like, it just like ruined her, 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 uh, self-worth. Um, and she, she just sort of, you know, receded into herself and 
the thing that kind of pulled her out of it is when she was 16, she married a guy named Jimmy Doherty, who was a merchant Marine um, in 1942. So he ends up, um, they were, uh, he was a friend of Monroe's mother. So it was kind of like an arranged marriage. And it was sort of like a, if like they dated for a very short amount of time. And it was like, look, if you marry him, you can leave the foster homes before you're 18 and you can move in with him. Um, and she did. And he ended up uh, going to the Pacific uh, during World War II, um, where the Japanese fired flamethrowers at him. Exactly. From palm trees. Mm, mm, and yes. she started to work in a munitions factory in Van Nuys, California. And um, it turns out that that was what really started her career because the photographer showed up to basically take a Rosie the Riveter picture. You know, all the women are in the workforce <laughs> and a photographer shows up to get some oh, good yeah. candid photos of women, you know, doing their effort for the war. And he takes a bunch of pictures of her. And ends up going back to like his his other photographer friends, and they're like, "Look at her, you know." But they didn't use any of those pictures, right? They didn't That's use any of those pictures, but they immediately went back and were like, "We want to film you. Like you're a mod. You need to be a model. Like you're gorgeous." Right. Um, so she, they basically came back to her with a modeling contract, and she started modeling. And this caused troubles with her and her uh, her husband he didn't want her to to be a model um and apparently they didn't have a very good marriage anyway and he was immediately off in the pacific um so it wasn't really the the best thing but so she by 1946 she had appeared on 33 magazine covers um and that was when he got back she was already a fully successful model and she did some screen tests for 20th century fox um under the name Marilyn Monroe and um they the producers allegedly didn't like her like they they filmed it and they were like oh, she can't really act she's very shy she's not like like but she had potential they knew someone was gonna like right her. right right they didn't like her but they welcome to hollywood they knew somebody else would so they signed her so that no one else could sign her and they're like we'll throw her in some bullshit movies we don't like her but somebody else is going to make her a star so we might as well at least keep that from I mean, happening 33 magazine covers that's she's hustling like she was fucking oh, working it she was yeah. guaranteed she was she was cheating on sailor bob for sure oh, for like sure. she slept for with sure. somebody yeah. yeah 33 magazine covers yeah. yeah um so she uh started to like all of the the she went to acting classes like at first she was basically getting paid by the studio um, to be on retainer, but she wasn't getting any roles. So she was basically just getting paid to go to acting classes. And all of her acting coaches were like, you need to quit. Like, you're just, you don't have it. Like, you're not cut out for it. You're too shy. You're too withdrawn. You don't wake up on stage. Like, they just no one. even the directors for the few, like, walk-on roles that she had, they were just like, you should probably get out of this business. This just isn't for you, right? Um, which, that, like... I don't know. I, I hear of a lot of actors who are like, I just couldn't catch a break. Like, you know, I auditioned and didn't really right. hear anything, but to just flat out spend a couple years of your acting coaches and every director telling you to fucking get out of the business and you stay in it. Like, that's crazy. She had the mentality like, this is a test. I bet they tell everyone to quit. That's how you prove yourself. Right. You just keep going. Right. Yeah. I'm great. Yeah, yeah. She had it in her mind. She knew. 
So, but again, she knows what to do and she starts to constantly go to the offices of the different producers. She becomes friends with a, a like Hollywood gossip columnist named Sidney Sklosky. Um, and this guy like goes to parties and knows everybody. So she's like befriending the secretaries of the producers. She's becoming best friends with a person who writes about what's in, in Hollywood. So she's not getting roles, but she knows exactly how to work it to position herself to be the person that gets a role. You know what I mean? So there's a guy named Joseph Schneck, who's an executive at 20th century Fox. And she starts sleeping with him. She befriends him and starts to sleep with him. Um, and he ends up convincing the head of Columbia Pictures to sign her in 1948. Um, and again, just she at that point, she's still not getting roles. Everyone's still telling her to quit. So she starts having sex with the head of the William Morris Agency, which is one of the largest entertainment agencies in the world. So he starts to push her on producers and on directors and on casting directors because they're sleeping together. So she's just hustling. Like she's hustling. She's like getting on the casting couch and doesn't give a fuck. And do, yeah, do like men get to like sleep their way to the top in some way? I don't, that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. Like you, you know? can't hold it against a woman for doing that. Like they get to have sex for one. They thought the guy was rich, powerful, maybe. And, and as long as he was good looking and they were into it, it's just like bonus that they got the advancement, right? Like they got to do it. It depends on how it goes to. down. Like all this yeah. stuff I read was like Monroe knew exactly who she was picking and exactly yeah. who to sleep with because she was doing it intentionally to, to further I think, her career. It's I think more power to her. Yeah. It wasn't like pressure was put on. Like you're not going to get this job unless you suck my dick. Yeah, Lock the door. Nobody, yeah. Nobody slammed the door and fucking didn't let her out. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so the William Morris agency guy even like pays to have uh, plastic surgery on her jaw. I um, saw chin too. I saw something about reconstructing. Chin. Yeah. They, yeah. And, Cause at one point, like the older pictures and then the later pictures, she does look different and it is because of some, and man, I got to say some fucking 1949 plastic surgery. That had to be some skin. I thought about shit. that too. Like, where's the scar? Did they cut you on your butthole and fish that chin implant up? Like, where did you hide the Frankenstein scar for your chin? I don't know, dude. That was, I mean, they don't make shit. things like they used to. Same thing with plastic surgery. Yeah. Like maybe you know I, mean? I know she did have like her appendix out or something. And, uh, I watched a thing. Uh, I watched autopsy Marilyn Monroe, the final hours or something. And they were talking about considerations that she took because she knew she wanted to be in a bathing suit and whatnot. So she had her appendix out and they didn't do the routine incision. Like the doctor went into her pubic area and actually moved way down below the bikini line and fucking had to like fish up to it Fuck. to get to where it was at. Um, and like do a non-standard he wasn't procedure mad about that. just to take, he wasn't mad about that. <laughs> like, come on. He wasn't That'll mad fine. about it. Like, oh yeah, we'll go through your vagina <laughs> instead of going through your stomach, your abdomen. Yeah, no, no problem. The anesthesiologist was I like, mean, "It's going to be harder, doctor. This is a 15 minute procedure. Why are we putting her out for 60 yeah. minutes? Don't worry say, about it. Go wash your hands." When you say he wasn't mad about it, like that tends to be one of the themes that came up. Like she was always late to the set. Be, and everybody thought it was because she was a ditz and she was blowing things off. But it was because her she had so much anxiety and she had so much uh, pressure and she was so withdrawn that it sometimes it took her like an hour to work up the courage to get to the set. 
Well, because I think the thing uh, that I read was it was a lack of control. Like the fact, like if you're in a photo shoot, like you can be like, hey, like I'm in control of which pictures, like I can pose this way. But when you take a take, if the director's like, that's it, we got it. Like, ugh, that wasn't right, good. Right. You know what I mean? And they're they're in charge. They're going to run with and put out whatever the fuck they want. Brent would do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be stressed. I was stressed as fuck when we did the alien movie thing. Yeah, yeah. I was stressed. Yeah. One of her directors said, quote, she would be the greatest actress if she ran like a watch. Um, and then she said, I have an Aunt Millie who's very punctual, but who would pay to see Aunt Minnie? So the idea is like, yeah, she's always late. She's she skips her lines, whatever. But look at her. Right. Yeah, I used to I used to do electrical work and uh, my boss said, I'm a great electrician. Too bad I can't find my way out of a box because it'd be like, hey, I need you to be out off fucking this highway, <laughs> head north, you know, 15 minutes and you'll, you'll see a dirt road like shit like that. I'm like, I can't fucking do that. You better tell me fucking turn for turn right. which fucking way I'm going. Like, turn left, turn right. I can't fucking I have no concept of direction. I'm fucked. But uh, I was I was great at my job. If you could just fucking get me there. Hmm. <laughs> You know what I miss? I miss the old GPS systems that were out before your phone said GPS because you could download voices like Mr. T. Miss that. That should be now. That should be like the new exactly. thing. What is happening? How does yeah, my you miss the Maps, turn, sucker? How does my Google Maps not have Mr. T in it? How is it? Every, not? every celebrity on. should be capitalizing on yes. that shit. Fuck yeah, they should. Like if I could pay <laughs> 99 cents to have Mr. T on my Google Maps, I'd unmute it. Like you remember, you got you have Tyrone on there. Make a left, and I fucked your wife. Like what the fuck? Like how is that not happening right now? I, I'm telling yeah. you, and I, I don't care if the world comes up with it. I'll be a little bit sad. Like I, I've seen inventions that I thought of, you know, and I'm like, God damn it, I thought of that shit. I didn't do anything with it. But I really want. They have EEGs now that you can take and monitor brain activity. I know this sounds like crazy talk, but I literally, and I've talked about it before in the past. I want to put an EEG on a dog. Right. Yeah. And I want to fucking have it hooked up wirelessly to a computer where you can record the signal and show them like food. Right. And show them their ball and show them water and like record that signal so that you can reverse input it so that it says the word. So if they're like, I got to piss because at the back door, like it, it knows like every time they go piss, this fucking signal is happening. This is the emotion that they're experiencing so that you could reverse put that on them and it would spit it out and vocalize the appropriate signal with the appropriate, uh, the appropriate MP3 file that says like, I got to take a piss. So your dog could, could talk thinking it. when they think it, it, re- yeah. it takes the signal. It's already recorded when it recognizes that's always the signal when they so have to Stephen Hawking. That's always exactly always the signal when they see yeah. the red ball. Always a signal when they want food. So it's like I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I mean, that might drive you fucking crazy, but it would be uh, funny. Yeah. And to the same effect, you could put Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice inside your dog collar, and then when your dog was like, "I, I need to take a piss," like it would be at the back door in Schwarzenegger or fucking Dolly Parton or whoever the fuck you want it to be. Keanu Reeves like, whoa, like ball, like he wants it. I think yeah. that's an, we can do that. We have the technology to do that. Yeah. We're spending oh. money on dick pills and jet fighters when we should have talking dogs. It can happen now. You heard it here first. Let's do this shit. <laughs> the, the only way. That's a great I, sales pitch. The okay. only way I can endorse it. The only way I can endorse it is if the output that I listen to is R2D2 sounds. That's fine too. You can do that. It wouldn't be helpful. Do you anyway. understand it? Well, yeah. I mean, always, R2-D2. This particular R2D2 sound means your dog has to pee. Then you oh. would always know that's the P sound. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's so, yeah. so then yeah. like that that's way the P sound. you have the R2D2 sounds, which are very yeah. soothing. And then it's like, oh, that's the I have yeah. to go. Are they? Peep. Yeah. 
They're very like... I also want a happy uh, horn, a mad horn, and a hello horn. I want there to be a universal language of horns where okay. if you see someone okay. you know, you could be like, beep. And if you, like, if someone's not going when the light is red, it doesn't have to be Train so horn. aggressive. You don't have to get pissed. No. Yeah, fuck yeah. You can use that Train one if you horn. want, but it'll be known that you're mad right now and you're an asshole. Or you can Why like, are you the asshole when they're like, sitting there on their phone? Ooh, like some nice peaceful yeah. fucking thing like you know why, you to, why am i the asshole for honking my horn when you're on your no, phone if you're really mad you could use that emotion yeah but you just said yeah you're the asshole though like why doesn't, is that doesn't the horn already do that like if yeah I'm, no if you're yeah, you just, you're beep, not moving yeah, beep, 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 yeah. you can do like, a short beat but the people misinterpreting get fucking pissed like fuck you motherfucker and flip you off you're like hey i was just letting you know yeah that the light is red and you're on your phone like i'm not pissed i well, just want you to realize i'm pissed fucking fuck you go they won't be savvy enough to get yeah. different. Like, have you ever been to a store where the fucking ATM take your card out noise is like the fucking it, bomb siren? Yeah. And you're like, gang, gang, gang. yeah, like, that's fucking- I feel like I got declined just now. <laughs> Please don't do that. I got approved yeah. and I can now remove my card. Please have a pleasant. You're noise. working on feeling. I need this shit doing. to be angelic. Yeah. I need it to be peaceful and calming. Yeah. It needs to be some Zen fucking wind chimes yeah. or something. You're a pussy. Remove your card. Yeah. I don't want it to scream at me. Like, Who cares? I do a little bit, apparently. So in 1949, Marilyn Monroe <laughs> poses nude um, for photos by a guy named Tom Kelly. Um, yeah, she which does. Don't, uh, they don't really, she, again, she hasn't really, she's done a couple of like walk-on parts and some bullshit movies, but she hasn't really established herself yet. So she does these photos and then her career the very next year really starts to kind of take off. And she that was her movie. idea, actually. She brought that up. The photographer was just taking bathing suit pictures and she Let said, take my what if off. I come out of the pool and I'm naked? Like I go in the pool, yeah, you know, with a bikini yeah. on and I come out naked and he's like, you're going to make me famous. Sure, let's yes, do this. Right. And so obviously he agrees to take yeah. naked pictures I mean, of her. But the why photos, would you not? The photos don't come out right away though. They right. she and it's not because he's like sitting on and it's like when she gets famous, because she's a failed actress at this point. Yeah, right. you're gonna wait. Right. You're gonna but wait. She gets into a movie uh from director John Houston called The Asphalt Jungle. She does another movie the same year called All About Eve. Um, and that one starts to to give her some some fame and she starts to kind of take off. So she starts to do uh, more movies like back to back with bigger and bigger roles. And then, of course, the 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 nude pictures come back to haunt her in 1952. Um, a calendar is coming out that has her nude pictures because now she's getting some some movies done and the studio learned that the calendar was coming out before it came out so they're shitting their pants and they're like well that because it's 1950s and that's going to ruin your your image and blah 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 oh hell no but again marilyn monroe sits down with the people at the studio who are worried about it hurting her career and she's like no we need to like uh use the the gossip columnists to to like make it be like how this is how horrible my upbringing was. This is how poor I was. I had to do this to make ends meet before I even started in the industry um, kind of a thing. And the studio got behind her sort of plan on how to spin it. And her popularity just exploded because everyone felt so sorry for her that this sleazeball released nude photos of her, even though the nude photos were her idea in the it, first place. And like, I don't think it, they it felt was, sorry for It was a sex video either. before there was sex yeah. video leaks. I don't, I don't think anybody felt sorry for her. They were saying they felt sorry for her. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, But they have the calendar at home and they're fucking right, going to watch right, her movie. Right. The men like, were, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, that, come on. That maneuver, the, the popularity of the nude calendar and the way the studio spun it just like blew her up and she's now, the reason you know, she's the reason we have sex sales 
You know what I mean? Like it was the first, it was kind of the first um, iteration of putting out the sex cells. Pro- yeah, I, mean, I think I, there were, there was were, even like, it was, there were pinup girls and stuff before that, but, but it was, I, yeah, I, but I, not, I, not on, not on this popularity scale and not, not on, on the big screen see a movie star. Yeah. yeah. That's you what I'm saying. A movie star yeah. naked. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the same era where, where playboy is just starting to get off the ground and, and you're, you know, trying to make it a little bit more mainstream, like nudity and so forth. So yeah, she, people you were know, so, people were so pent up. Yeah. I yeah, believe, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was this time you have penthouse, you have playboy, you have Marilyn Monroe and fucking, it's just, you know, they just take it full bore right, right. and run with it. So she does more movies, a movie called Niagara in 1953. Gentlemen prefer blondes, which is one of her more famous ones um, in 1953. How to Marry a Millionaire. And you start to get, I forget which one it was, which movie. Those could all be pornos for sure. Oh, Niagara is a squirter film. That's that's for squirters. Yeah. (laughs) The and seven, then the seven year itch is the next one. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Me money. Yeah. Um, so she, her, she's starting to become a star. Her movies are making tons of money and she, she hasn't, uh, this is like 1954 uh, or so. She still hasn't, they haven't allowed her to renegotiate her contract since 1950. So she was getting dog shit pay, like living in a shitty apartment um, she was famous and the studios were making a ton of movies, but they set her up to do her next movie. And it was like another, I play a ditzy, you know, blonde kind of a movie. And Perfect she, role. she flat out refuses to do the movie, which has like never been done. If you're an actor and you're just getting established and the studio puts a script in front of you, you say, okay, I'm going to do it. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do this movie. Fuck you. So, and it's right when her star is rising and it becomes front page news again because she knows all the fucking gossip columnists. So everybody blows it up and and uh, and takes it very seriously. And then she does like she marries Joe DiMaggio, like the biggest sports star in the world at the time, um, in a very public ceremony. They go to Japan for a business trip that he has to go on. And, I, and that was a, that was a, uh, like a stunt to take the heat off the negative publicity. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And then she goes to Korea where the Korean war is on and she does a massive USO show and she sings songs from her films for 60,000 Marines over four day period. And everybody like has her back again. Right. So everybody's like, oh, she's the shit. She just went into the combat zone and did all this fucking shit for the Marines. And again, it's not an accident. It's a it's a it's a manufactured publicity stunt that she thought of that she did. And when she got back to the U.S., they called her the most popular female star. And Fox um, instantly gave her a new contract with a bonus of one hundred thousand dollars and gave her like uh, the dream role in the movie, The Seven Year Itch. So even when she was stalled with her contract, she played hardball in a way that no, no movie star could have done, much less a female movie star. And then what, what's the sound of 60, 60,000 Marines fapping like that? <laughs> that boat was fucking shaking, dude. <laughs> she stepped off that boat. Fuck yeah. She never uh, sold so many calendars. And those dudes were like, Hey bro, like, uh, can you take off for 10 minutes? Like, yeah. There were socks on yeah. fucking doors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that They quadrupled the semen on that boat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so she, um, her marriage to Joe DiMaggio doesn't last long and it's not great. He's a alcoholic and he's abusive. Um, 
she when she was filming the seven year itch is the famous shot that uh, Brad referred to earlier where she stands on the subway grate where the steam air blows up and blows her skirt up. And apparently that wasn't in the script. It was an idea that Marilyn Monroe had on the set. And the director was like, yes, let's make that happen. So they filmed it. And um, apparently over 2000 people crowded around to watch take after take after take of <laughs> air blowing Marilyn Monroe's dress up. And it pissed Joe DiMaggio so much that he got abusive. And that was the end of their relationship. I don't feel like you could spread a circle out big enough for 2000 people to have a vantage point. On that shit. Have you seen happy Gilmore? And you're talking about the buildings. Like everybody's going to be looking down from five stories up, you know, like it's, I'm so lost on why happy Gilmore has what do you mean? To do that. The golf tournament, like gathering around a lot of people. Oh, around, seen a golf tournament, putting I, green. I don't know. Yeah. I ranted about the fucking church parking lot, right? I said, told that story. What? What happened? I didn't tell you guys that. Uh-uh. I was sitting in my front room the other night and there's like, in our neighborhood, there's that old abandoned uh, Montgomery Wards yeah. place. There's a big parking Montgomery lot. Montgomery World. Mm-hmm. Wards. I know, it, but it's World. Okay. Montgomery World. Whatever. Plaza. Church took it over, right? There's Did this they? church, yeah. And uh, sometimes they block off the parking lot and do weird shit and like, it's the way to the grocery store. You pull into that parking lot to get the grocery store. Yeah. That's how you get the Dollar Tree. Anyways, I fucking sitting in my front room at like eight ten at night and I hear the sound of fucking God like in my front room. Like, what the fuck is that noise, dude? It sounds like it's 400 car horns going at one time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is that noise? It kind of fucking gave me anxiety. I was like, that's fucking like, what the, is something wrong? Like, you know, we're already on lockdown and shit. Tension's high. I was like, the fuck is happening? It's nighttime. It's late. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this noise? I open my front door because I can hear it over my TV with my doors and windows shut Yeah, in my fucking house. And it just sounds like... I don't know. It sounds like you're in LA traffic and all of a sudden everybody decided to honk their horn at one time. I've never heard anything like it before. And I fucking look outside and I'm like looking around my family. Like, what the fuck? I put my shoes on, grab the car keys off the hook, get in the fucking car, drive like the blocks over to this the how people die. Brent. I drive over there. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is this noise, dude? And I pull up and the fucking church parking lot literally has like, I don't know, three, 400, maybe 500 cars. There's a shit ton of fucking cars. Yeah. The parking lot is full, like a drive-in theater all the way across like the abandoned parking lots. And they're all in their fucking cars watching some fucking praise music thing on a stage, which fine, positive vibes, fucking music and prayers and whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's fucking fine. But you can't honk to clap. <laughs> that's not okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally, I wish you guys could see the layout that people are listening. Like that is like a neighborhood. Like yeah. it's my neighborhood. And like, there just happens to be the shopping center at the edge of the neighborhood yeah. that no one ever intended for anyone to honk. They intended that people would park there and buy things and drive away. Yeah. And but for not- the record, that parking lot is like 10 times bigger than it needs to be. It's fucking yeah. huge. That parking lot is so fucking ridiculous. My, Montgomery Wards was popular, Dave. I it don't was, think you know. It was full, dude. So I pull up, dude, and like they're honking while I'm driving, and I can almost not take it while I'm fucking driving, dude. It's like psychological fucking religious warfare on me because I'm already mad because the church thing a little bit because I'm an asshole and I just can't help it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Go home. And you and made there's a like, dozer. So there's a praise band on this fucking <laughs> stage that's set up and all these fucking people out here and there's tons of people with fucking masks and fucking like those little glowing yeah. wands directing traffic and doing all this fucking yeah. shit. And then they have a projector on a giant inflatable screen. And this part pissed me off because they're idiots and they had like bright lights shining on the fucking screen. So 
so you can't see the projector at all. And just like <laughs> functionality and efficiently, I was like, you motherfuckers are fucking up. You can't shine those lights on the screen. You can't see anything. So I fucking pull into the parking lot and this fucking guy's like all mad. Like, you can't pull in here. And I rolled down my window. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what the fuck are you guys honking for? And he like, he saw my fucking hate. And I was, he was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know why they're honking. I'm not really sure. That's not part of this thing. I don't know. And he was, he was like, <laughs> he was like, okay, okay, okay. He's like, call the police. And I was like, I fucking did call the police, bro, but I'm not going to call 911 over this. And I called the regular number and it's like, if you want to talk to someone, press this extension. Like, yeah. if it's not an emergency, it's yeah. like, it's not an emergency. They're not showing up. It's, they're not going to show up anyway. My neighbor had a fucking 16 foot fire in the air over his fucking fence <laughs> and nobody fucking came. Yeah, you live in the wrong neighborhood. They're not coming for this shit, right? Yeah. So he, he's like, I know, man, I'm fucking sorry, dude. I'll talk to him. And so I was like, all right, how do I get out of here now? Cause like I pull into this thing, it's like coned off and there's a new guy with fucking fucking like a reflective jacket and a beanie and a fucking bandana mask. And I fucking pull up and he looks like he's mad. Like, what are you doing pulling in here? This is the wrong way. I was like, well, it's fucking open. If you want to block it, don't make a fucking path for me. Put cones across the fucking entrance. You like it was inviting. I pulled in here. What if I'm here for the praise music, bitch? Yeah. So I fucking <laughs> pulled me, up. Me, start honking, yeah, I want to start honking at him. I thought about <laughs> it. I was kind of losing my shit a little bit though. And I'm in flip flops. So I fucking pull up and roll down the window. He's like, what are you doing, sir? And I was like, Hey, are you broadcasting on FM? He's like, yes, we are. I was like, can you please tell the fucking singer to make an announcement to tell these 400 motherfuckers to quit honking their fucking horns because I live six blocks away and it's rattling my fucking windows. Have you guys considered that the fucking regular people that aren't out here in Jesus freak fucking worship land in your fucking parking lot at 830 at night might have like World War II vets might be freaking out and having World War II fucking flashbacks that it's a fucking bomb siren or some fucking shit. You're definitely causing anxiety. Like you incite panic. This is a public disturbance and it's fucking driving me crazy, bro. I almost called the police on you. And he's like, man, I didn't even think about that shit. He's like, I bet this whole neighborhood's fucking freaking out. He's like, I don't know why they're honking, dude. That's not part of this thing. <laughs> and I was like, guy number two, fuck dude. So he's like, just pull through here, man. I'll move these cones. So he lets me out. I fucking leave. And then they start honking again. I was like, Oh motherfucker. I got home, turn on my fucking phone. And I look on Facebook. I just open Facebook and right away, yeah. someone's Facebook live that happens to be one of my friends in that fucking parking lot. And I messaged him. <laughs> I was like, Hey, are hey. you at that fucking church thing? Can you please talk to the powers that be and tell them it's not okay to oh have 400 God. fucking cars in a fucking neighborhood honking their horn at a stay and a stay at home yeah. order. And yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It shut down at like nine o'clock. <laughs> if it fucking happens again, there's going to be fucking hell to pay. I'm fucking oh throwing firebombs on that God. shit. I'm not doing that again. He's going to come. All yeah. of our whiskey's going to yeah. be gone. Gone. <laughs> them fucking malt I will use the last of my paper towels lighting rags on fire oh on the top of these God. whiskey bottles. That That'd shit happens again. That would piss me it off. It did piss me off, man. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, I felt kind of an asshole. That's just inconsiderate fucking, yeah. I couldn't have been the only one, but I am no. like that grumpy old man that will get in his fucking car and figure yeah. out what's going on. I would, yell at him. I would yell at a motherfucker. So That's hilarious. Yeah. If you love Jesus, I'm sorry. You love Jesus. But fucking don't make oh, me love Jesus cool. too. I'm not trying to hear your fucking horn while you're loving Jesus. That's, that don't have nothing to do with it. Oh, no. That's funny. I was mad. So she divorces DiMaggio and um, he apparently he was still so in love with her that after she died, he had red roses delivered to her crypt every day for 20 years. Couldn't oh, be every fuck. day. I read that. I was like, that could not be, dude, unless he got the fucking ones from Smart and Final that were like sixteen ninety nine. He could not be getting the one eight hundred flowers sixty nine ninety nine that comes with the vase. I mean, it's DiMaggio. Well, you could have a rose. Delivered. That's a lot of money, bro. That's three hundred and sixty-five for twenty years. I bet he skipped a day. I bet he woke up one day and did not remember to get flowers. No, somebody else's problem. Flowers. Somebody else is sending the flowers for him. 
Yeah, maybe he did. He just gave him a fucking like auto pay on some fucking old yeah. school fucking mail ledger thing yeah. and they did it. Yeah. So, um in 1954, she's tired of Hollywood. She's tired of the of the being typecast as this particular role. And she moves to uh, L.A. Um, or to, to New York. And she starts to study uh, acting a little bit more hardcore and trying to get into it. And at the same time, she and a photographer named Milton Green for the first like this is, again, something that. I can't say it was for the first time because Charlie Chaplin did it when he created um, his movie studio, but they create a thing called MMP, which is Marilyn Monroe productions. And um, she said, she's tired of the same old sex roles and she refuses to do movies for Fox because she's got her own production company. And all of a sudden all the movie studios are shitting their pants because one of the biggest stars in Hollywood just refused to do films for any of them. And she's only going to do her own projects. And no one had done something like this on that. You know, that was that famous. You know, this, this, this is the first, like I need a fucking bowl full of green M&Ms and a fucking, this kind of brandy on my mm-hmm. table waiting. She realized her leverage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was fucking yeah. ro- yeah. running with it. So she, um, met with Fox and like they both knew uh, Marilyn Monroe and Fox both knew that MMP couldn't finance films by itself. They needed backers. So they were like, okay, here's the deal. We'll give you $400,000 to make four films. You can choose your own projects, your own directors and your own cinematographers. And for every film that you make for Fox, you can make one for MMP with this money that we just fucking gave you, which is MMP sounds like, I don't know. It sounds too cool. Yeah. Should not, that's like, she should have like fucking fluffy bunnies, fucking production. Right. MMP sounds gangster. It sounds like a gun. Yeah. You know? So at the time, time magazine called, called her a shrewd businesswoman and a magazine called look said that, um, she was the ultimate example of the individual against the herd. Um, and it, like, again, things like this were what made me think, wow, Marilyn Monroe was no fucking dummy. Like, she no. was she was she was mastering her own career from the fucking beginning, like even su- struggling with depression and struggling with anxiety and all this shit and abusive husband after abusive husband. Like she was still just working Hollywood to get where she wanted to go. And it's super fucking impressive. Right. Yeah. She used her looks to get what yeah, she wanted. For sure. I mean, she knew that that's what everybody was going after. And, she and so she used it yeah. and then finally leveraged it in the end to be like, okay, fuck you guys. You know, like I did this shit for so long, like, fuck you guys. I'm doing what I want. Now. Have you guys seen the police video where the CHP pulls over a trooper or someone pulls over a woman and you can hear the audio on the dash cam. It says, I thought you didn't give pretty girls tickets. And yeah. he's like, we don't have a nice day here. Yeah. You go. Give her and a ticket. Her, oh, it's so good. I thought about trying to use your fucking looks to get out of some yeah. shit. Did not happen so for that girl. She, um, several of her, uh, her roommates, uh, from the past had said that she was very um, attracted to intellectuals. Like that was like her main type. And they said that, I think it was Shelly Winters, the actress said that they sat down and came up with a list of like the most, you know, like now that we're famous, who would you have sex with if you could? And Shelly Winters said that there wasn't one person on Marilyn Monroe's list who was under 50 years old and wasn't super smart. 
Mm. And that's uh, money driven too, I think. Ah, uh, there might be some leftover molestation, like yeah. some fucking creepy oh, shit where she, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe old dude but, got her that yeah. first time. Yeah. Down to the fact that, um, I'm trying to find the note here. Um, she, uh, we'll get there when we get there. Anyway, she marries, uh, the playwright, Arthur Miller, uh, you know, this guy, like to this day, he's studied in every literature anthology, Death of a Salesman, like the plays that he's written are considered some of the greatest plays ever written by an American playwright. And she marries him right in a move that wouldn't be typical for, you know, a, a ditzy blonde. Um, she marries Arthur Miller. Um, they had first met in 1950, but they got married in 1955. Apparently, she started having an affair with him when she was still married to DiMaggio. She was a little frisky, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but they got married in June of 1956. And again, they started having problems right away. She had two miscarriages and then had an ectopic pregnancy. Is that where it's uh, fertilized in the fallopian tube? I think. I don't know. It doesn't sound I think so. Pleasant. I think that's, yeah. Um, but they ended up uh, working on a film together. Um, and then they got a divorce in uh, 1961. Um, and at about this time, she starts to, to her low self-esteem, her stage fright, all of that is still there. And she starts to, and she has insomnia, et cetera. So they start to give her, um, amphetamines and barbiturates and alcohol. And she starts to get addicted to all of them in like 1956. She got on like a runaway trace, slippery slope of like, basically she would take barbiturates to go to sleep. And then the hangover in the morning was so drastic from the drugs that she took to come down that in order to function and go to work and perform in films and do the things she needed to do, she had to take amphetamines to come back up, right. which caused the reverse because then she couldn't go back to fucking sleep. And if you have anxiety, dude, and you take fucking some kind of amphetamine, like that's not what you want. No. I mean, that's going to amplify that yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. So then she would drink and take fucking barbiturates again to come back down. And it was just a fucking vicious cycle. Like you're fucked once you start that. Right. And that's exactly where she went, you know? Right. Um, so, but again, she starts to do more serious, uh, uh, films, um, instead of just being the, I mean, you could start reading them, but no one knows what they are. And most people haven't seen all of them, but there's a ton of them. She starts making them all the way through the 1950s. She did some like it hot in 1959, which I think is one that I might've seen. It was one of her like super famous ones. That sounds um, familiar. Yeah. Uh, but by the 1960s, um, she started to, to have a slump. Some of her movies became uh, box office failures for the first time. Um, she starts to do a movie called something's got to give in 1962. And, um, there's multiple versions of what happened, but some say that she got fired by the studio for missing too many days of filming because now she's anxious and on all kinds of fucking meds and booze. Um, she claimed that the absences were due to an extended illness. They said that they weren't going to make the movie, but, uh, Dean Martin, who was one of the the stars said he wasn't going to move forward without Marilyn Monroe. Um, so the, they ended up keep going with the movie. And then one thing that became famous is there was a scene where she was swimming in a pool um, in the, in the movie and much like a, uh, Actually, this might be, this might be, that might be the, that I might be the instance that I was referring to. Actually, I think this is the case. The earlier nudity thing was probably a separate thing. Cause in this one, she, there was a nude scene in, there was a scene of her swimming in the movie and she said, I'm going to get in the pool 
and I'm going to take my bikini off and be naked when I get out of the pool. And we're going to invite the press to be there the day we film and they can all fucking take pictures of it. Wow. That's bold. You got to be really confident about every fucking angle on that shit. You know what I mean? At least you have some control in a movie studio where, you know, Scarlett Johansson can get just the fucking right lighting, but she's just going to step out of a fucking pool and let the press take every angle. That's pretty impressive. So they did it and um, it blew up and uh, the, the, uh, but they still couldn't, the, she still ended up leaving for several days and it was behind schedule and 20th century Fox was already like way. I know a little bit about it. The, the movie Cleopatra was like one of the biggest like box office expenses ever. And it was super behind, you know, on its, on its budget and everything. And, and they were dealing with that at the same time. So they fully fired her from this movie and sued her for $750,000. Um, and then I didn't really read the, the, reasons why but they fired her from the movie they sued her for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and then like within the same year they dropped the lawsuit they regretted it they apologized and they brought her back to do another movie well they're pissed about the other shit that was going on it was just just poor timing probably right right. and there's demand for like she's the fucking she's the chick you know and she's running around with the president and stuff that's probably around the same time where they were like okay fine around the same yeah yeah so 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 this is when on in may of 1962 is when she did the happy birthday mr president song um and i just i can't imagine that so she sings that sexy ass happy birthday mr president to the president his fucking wife is sitting right next to him oh yeah He's as soon as she's done, he gets up on stage and says, I can now retire from politics after having had happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet, wholesome way. Well, that was sarcasm. I'm sure for sure. But it's like Jackie is just sitting right next to this watching Mm -hmm. it fucking go down. Like, that's crazy. That's You you know, he almost lost his secret oats. (laughs) (laughs) So the only question is, was she sleeping with? John Kennedy was she sleeping with Bobby Kennedy or was she sleeping with both both the answer is yes because most of the indication is that she was way closer with Bobby Kennedy than she was with John F Kennedy so it might have been that she was at that birthday party because Bobby invited her not because John F invited her who knows there's no on the on the autopsy yeah. special i mean and and once again who knows it's everybody's version of the story but they do say that she was having uh what she considered a pretty ser- serious affair with bobby kennedy and right. she was more into it than he was obviously he was just yeah. banging the movie star right uh, and his brother's a president so he, he, I guess when she got serious, that's where some of the like allegations of conspiracy come in that they might've either enabled her to have access to more of the drugs she was doing or possibly even taken part in like her death hmm. because right. she was threatening to come out about yeah. the relationship between the two. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. She was fucking Bobbert. Yes. That's the, yeah. that's the answer. <laughs> Bobbert Kennedy. So her that's death, the- um, August 5th, 1962, she's only 36. Um, and Ooh. She's already like like we've said, she's already depressed. She's already fucked up on on meds, et cetera. But so the day that she died, her therapist came for a session that day. And when the therapist left, asked her maid to stay over and Mm -hmm. said, I think it's probably a good idea for you to stay here tonight and not leave her alone. Um, So the maid was like, sure, that's fine. Um, And. So all the pieces that come together, apparently there's an actor named Peter Lawford who was in some 
the brother-in-law to the president, I guess. Um, you heard the rumors. He was trying to get in on that. Yeah. But he, he was having a party and he wanted Marilyn Monroe to come to the party because, of course, you would. And um, he called her. And then, according to, like, the investigations later, he said she didn't sound like herself. She sounded like she was under the, the influence of something. Um, well, even yeah. in the happy birthday song, like, I mean, you got to kind of feel like she seemed a little, yeah, a little, a little slurry. Wobbly. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like me and Brad at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. 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 So she and I was speaking clearly, sir, according to, to this guy Lawford, um, in the conversation, when she was getting off the phone, she said, say goodbye to Pat, say goodbye to the president and say goodbye to yourself because you're a nice guy and hung up the phone, like mm-hmm. out of the blue. And he was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, she does not sound right. And he started calling her house back over and over and over and no one would pick up. Finally, the maid picks up. Um, and Hola. Yeah. And he said, he's really worried. Um, Eunice Murray is, is the, the name of the maid. And, um, Finally gets through to to her and says, I'm really worried about Marilyn. And she's like, everything's fine. She's in a room. Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And he's like, okay, good. So at midnight, um, the bedroom light was still on. She didn't know what was going on. The maid starts knocking on Marilyn's door. She won't wake up. She won't answer her calls and come to the door. She can't get through. She calls the doctor. Dead. Yeah. She calls the doctor um, and the doctor can't get through. So has to break a the window. doctor said no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Yeah. Right. That's what he said. Yeah. No more Maryland's jumping on the bed. Yeah. yeah. So he breaks. No more Kennedy's jumping on the bed. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor can't get through and he uh, calls the Kool-Aid man um, who breaks. through. <laughs> oh, the yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. And then they find her dead in the bed. Um, they were used yeah. to hearing that noise come out of that room yeah. for the record. Yeah. yeah. She, and usually yeah. when they're done, she's dead in the bed. That's Oof. true. Right. She had chloral hydrate and phenobarbital in her blood. Um, tons of empty mm. pill bottles and sleeping pill bottles next to the bed. And um, according to the official report, it was way too much drugs to have been an accident. It would have, they said that it would have taken you several minutes of consuming the drugs to get enough of them in your system. You wouldn't have done this by accident. It was intended. Right. Um, so the, um, she ended up dying. They wrote, they ruled it as a, as a probable suicide. Um, the Hugh Hefner bought the crypt directly next to Monroe's. I, even I read that. Like, was he buried there? They hadn't. I think he was. They hadn't even met, but he said that she encapsulated everything that Playboy needed to, and he wanted the crypt. And apparently, some creep uh, bought the crypt above her. And wanted to be buried upside down in the crypt. Oh, wow. And that's um, fucking creepy. He died and the funeral home was like, so that's what he wanted. And his wife was like, um, no, as a matter of fact, I'm going to sell that crypt and bury him fucking someplace else. Oh, wow. So that's kind of what a bitch. I know, dude. Come on. Um, so the other thing was, uh, there was, um, they discovered, uh, one of her her prizes, even the maid said this, was an autographed photo of Albert Einstein. This was it, very interesting to me. Yeah. I, I, that was this is weird. Yeah, it said to Marilyn with respect and love and thanks, and it was one of her prized possessions. Mm. But when uh, Shirley Winters 
was talking about that sex list with her. Um, she said, quote, I never got to ask her bef- before she died how much of her list she had achieved, but on her list was Albert Einstein. And after her death, I noticed that there was a silver framed photograph of him on her white piano. Yeah. So he was, she, she banged Albert. Fuck yeah, she did. In a fuck yeah. world, she totally banged Albert Einstein. Fuck yeah, she banged Albert Einstein. That's why his hair was crazy. Fuck yeah. They they took that picture right after they banged. <laughs> so that's when he was his, like that's when he stuck his tongue. Was out. MC Square. That's funny. That was just <laughs> Wow. That's, that's my favorite because I don't give a fuck what conspiracy you're down for with Marilyn Monroe. That's the only Albert Einstein's show. gotta have sex too. He was if said, Albert Einstein's at the bar and Marilyn Monroe fucking comes up and fucking starts oh, no, talking. I'm sure he's banging yeah. her out. Yeah. Banging her out. Yeah. With mathematicals. <laughs> oh yeah. With mass and acceleration. Yes. <laughs> Equals force. Yeah. 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 He probably um, choked her too. Oh, he's a creep. Oh, he's a fucking. He's a kinky fucker. If he didn't, he's fucking up because that's how it's done. I think he had a belt around her neck, just fucking tightening it up, yep. banging her out. One hand on that. Yeah, one she had a on bruise on the back of her head from the headboard. Yeah, fuck yeah, she did. I want to. I want to think that Albert Einstein was a fucking just freak. Yeah. Just oh, he could mash. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One star, one star, one star, one star, one star. He sounds like Hitler having a fit. When like, <laughs> nine, <laughs> yeah. nine. So then um, the conspiracy theories start to flow. Um, they started in as early as 1964. They run all the way up through now. But one of the big ones that is out there is that um, it was the the Kennedys were basically she was risking um talking too much like mm. both because of the fucking booze and the pills and you know just if she got jealous or whatever oh. so the kennedys had her removed um so that they couldn't fuck with something that they were working on so and that one period- that one kind of i mean that kind of makes sense you know what i mean the politicians yeah. president president's brother you know like that i mean it's not too far fetched. And another, a lot of them deal with the Kennedys. Another one that's similar that came out in 1973 was that either the FBI or the CIA killed her because they they either wanted they either killed her to make the Kennedys do something like. Look, we mm. killed your like leverage. What What do you think we'll do next? Mm. I mean, that one makes a lot of sense with yeah. the whole assassination yeah, yeah. thing going on. Yeah, like yeah. that could really or, tie into that for sure. Right. Yeah. The other FBI CIA thing is they might have thought she's going to fuck up and give away all these secrets that the Kennedys told her. So right. we're going to remove her, and the Kennedys didn't have anything to do with it. But ah, uh, no, I think it's the other way around. Could have done it. So another theory, and I didn't quite follow it or fucking care about it, was the mob or some shit. She slept with a mobster, and I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That could be, too. Could be. It could be simple. It could be simple. Right. You know what I mean? So the other one that I, that, that, I don't know, this one resonated to me for some reason. So in 1982, that housekeeper revealed for the first time that on August 4th, the day before she died, Robert Kennedy was um, in Los Angeles and at the house, right? Mm. And historically, it is true that Robert Kennedy was in Los Angeles on August 4th. Um, and she, the maid said that she recalled the two of them arguing um, in the bedroom. And 
she thinks that Robert Kennedy left and that she was so upset by the argument that she actually did kill herself. Why do you think she waited so long though? Well, no, here's the thing though. They, the, according to this theory, she died in like the, the, the maid even said like the ambulance came, et cetera, and picked her up. Um, and like her story was a fake back then. So the theory here is that the ambulance came, they picked her up, they were trying to give her treatment. She died on the way to the hospital and Robert Kennedy was like, take her back to her fucking bedroom, lock the door, Mm. act like I Uh. wasn't here. I am not in Los Angeles when Marilyn Monroe dies. Mm. There's another theory that had to do with Robert Kennedy on that autopsy uh, documentary that I watched. And it was that he had like a physician come in and they like actually gave her an injection through her sternum and like that killed her like some kind of a, like adrenaline or something like this pulp fiction fucking could be shit. anything yeah overdose, but there yeah. was a guy um there was a guy the whole time like reading the autopsy report saying like here's the conspiracy and this is why it's wrong because like there is no injection site there's no bruise like the sternum wasn't messed up like this uh-huh. thing didn't happen that thing didn't happen i was like yeah but fucking look at like jfk's autopsy report like they'll fuck right. they can fuck with whatever that's the yeah. talk about the president and his Come brother on. Come yeah. on. like they're not gonna change yeah. that i yeah. don't believe your autopsy report yeah. explanation right. like it would there would have been a bruise here well there might have fucking been bro yeah. Like we're talking about the president. Right. And there so, won't necessarily, I mean, doesn't have to be a bruise. Right. I mean, but they know. did everything to like, man, autopsies are fucking gnarly, man. Yeah, like they looked at the inside of her stomach lining mm-hmm. and said that it was red and inflamed and angry. Like she had been taking fucking medication and pills within hours oh, or something sure. that caused yeah. it to flare up. Right. right. I was like, damn, dude, they don't fuck give a fuck when they cut yeah. you open. They're looking at yeah. everything. I wonder what her bacon tastes like. <laughs> What? quiet awkward ouch what the fuck i'm just saying like if you made bacon out of no, her girl let me taste that bacon said stomach lining yeah. i was just thinking you bacon. can only taste a girl's bacon Maybe. so much yeah. you gotta fatten them up a little bit and then just cut some strips out mm. and then suture it back up you know what i mean it's like that's that you can only do that so many times you know you can't get, kill them they get some weird bacon. spots in the back and they never kill them why you just keep harvesting it because then you can't get that bacon again well i know but what yeah. if you don't want it again but if you need different bacon, or whether you kill her, there's only so much muscle on the leg, and once you cut it off, it's not going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leg, yeah, that's where the bacon's at, bro. No stomach lining. Stomach lining's not bacon. That's yeah. the fucking chitlins. No, yeah, not the lining. That's the fucking tripe. La tripa. Either way, the tripa. last conspiracy is. <laughs> I'm making that up. I don't know if that's right. Is <laughs> Island. Um, some people think she never actually died. She went crazy, and they committed her to a mental institution. Um, yeah. in, I like the I like this theory though. I like to romanticize this yeah, version of it. Yeah. Okay. So they claim that she went. They sent her to a mental institution in New Brunswick, Canada. Why? Oh wow! No fucking idea. That's um, exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. Right maybe there. you would never uh, think. And they think that she was there for twenty years without being recognized, which I have a hard time believing. Um, because those first do they could wheel her in, drug her up, and a girl without her makeup is a different fucking person, dude. Well, and that and what what happened was they they visited Joe DiMaggio before she took off really, and he beat her with a baseball bat. Oh, maybe <laughs> I deformed mean, her. If you saw Marilyn Monroe, no makeup, brown hair, not bleach blonde fucking hair, in a fucking it. mental institution in yeah, some Nova fucking sad ass, you're like yeah, in Nova Scotia, a green Monroe. smock, yeah. <laughs> All drugged up and yeah, cross-eyed. Yeah. Like you're not gonna think, hey, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. You think oh, that poor girl 
probably is pretty if she wasn't fucked up and crazy and here on drugs. That's what you would think. So the author of this theory says that a hitchhiker in Nova Scotia picked up someone in 1984 who he finally realized was Marilyn Monroe, who was homeless, frightened and paranoid schizophrenic. Um, and she talked about her days as a movie star and all this stuff that she did. And finally he realized that it was actually her, but it was after he had already. Well, cause think like the presiding doctor or warden or whatever that institution finally fucking retires. And he's like, he's the only guy that knows because he was the guy that put her in there and changed her fucking name, put her back there. And then finally the powers that be like, that are still there. They're like, why is this chick on fucking all these drugs? Right. You know what I mean? And they fucking finally let her off Halidol or whatever the fuck she's on. Right. And she, she and then she up starts and claiming to be talks, Marilyn yeah, Monroe. Like, oh, yeah, she's Obviously crazy, she's crazy. Right. but she's functional. She can feed herself. Like, no. you know, let's let her go. And then she no. takes off and hitchhikes. No, she gets, I'm, she's I, been here no. 20 years. They let her out. I like it. I think Canadians are liars and I don't trust anything that guy says. They didn't have their own Monroe. They needed one. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the, the history lines up that Robert Kennedy was in the same town that she was in the day before she died. Um, I don't know. I personally, I like the theory of they got in a fight. She killed herself. Yeah. Had it covered up, put her back in the bedroom. I'm getting the fuck out of town. You can discover her in the morning when I'm already in Washington, D.C. Um, but who knows? I mean, there was all kinds of motherfuckers dying in the 1960s for who knows what reasons. Um, and apparently bacon's on the belly, not on the leg. But not in the belly, bro. You're talking about in the stomach lining. Stomach lining. Well, no, the belly, the the lining. That's not your lining. The stomach lining yeah. is internal. No, I'm not talking. You know what I mean. Now God I damn do. it. Why now do I have I, to explain myself? Do you know what you mean? Yes. Because it's not clear. Fat, that's why. It's the belly fat. All right. That, dude, the brand of bacon I had last is making me want to be vegetarian. The motherfucker is. Really? Oof. <laughs> no? I had a rough Easter, bro. Stop going to Smart and Final. That's oh. your problem. Jesus I don't know. Christ. I'm battling that shit. The other thing is, dude, if you're going to a grocery store where certain areas are cordoned off and you're sneaking under the ropes to buy shit that <laughs> might not be the best circumstances to acquire bacon. It's close, yeah. Dave. I don't go far. If they close, I'll, my family will just starve if Smart and Final closes. <laughs> I'll kill the chickens. My kids will cry. I can't even kill the chickens. I'm not man enough to do that. We'll just die. Right. I'd break in the neighbor's house and take their top ramen from them before I would kill the chickens. Really? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. That's Marilyn Monroe. I was way more impressed by her career and the ballsy shit she did and what she did to put herself on the map and how hard she struggled, especially with like her own awkwardness and her anxiety and how far she got coming from a, you know, foster child with no parents to, to the fucking biggest star in Hollywood with her own production company. Like just super impressed by what she did. Like her, her flavor well, of movies still, it's not my era. It's not my, no, but it, that's just it, she. She used what she had to get where she wanted. It had the I mean, makings of quite the success story. It's too oh. bad it was tragic in the end, right? You know, that's how most are. Robin yeah. Williams. It is they weird, man. Like there's all of them. Yeah, you can't have. You have to have the VH1 behind the music. Like yeah. Yeah. I already know that we're not going to be totally super famous because we didn't have a road of hardship. Uh, I mean, even if we super examine our lives, I don't think it would live up to uh, any crazy yeah. story like this. It depends on. I don't know, Dragon Father. Like you have fucking heroin, fucking yeah, maybe. crazy dad, fucking. I grew up fucking in a horrible area. I don't was, know about it was Dave. Meth, sir. Dave's vegan and there's meat everywhere. Yeah, it's true. fucking rough. Yeah, that's true. Well, we we had our fucking government cheese days. Like we were. Yeah, he fun. lived it. He lived in a fucking community center. For yes. God's sake. 
Dave might. Dave might yeah. have a story. I don't know. What do you mean? About, Dave might have a story. I grew up in the fucking ghetto on P Street, white boy. No, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe when you describe it that way, I did go through some shit. But and if yeah. you if you portray it properly, we could make the documentary. My cousin tried properly. to be a blowjob for months. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. I think we've got stories. But here's the thing. It depends. You didn't change that story. She tried for like an hour before. I <laughs> she was giving me a blowjob, still trying. Yeah. It depends on how they edit the documentary. That's the only thing. Yeah. It's like in some behind the musics, it's like you play the, the sad music and it's like, and this was the end of the road. And you cut to a commercial and then you come back from the commercial and the music's better. And it's like, however, a year and a half later, he had an epiphany. And that's when he released his greatest album ever. It's like, so True. we have to figure out how yeah. it's being edited. But maybe, oh, yeah. Hopefully the global pandemic is like the, 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 the sad part. And then after the pandemic, they came back stronger than ever. And then yeah. it's fantastic. It I mean, fuck, what other podcasts besides the other millions out there going through the pandemic? Exactly. I mean, fuck. Hardly any. Just everyone. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm going through. They've all stopped. Every, all is- the podcasts have stopped. I'm going through a hamdemic right now is my problem. It's, it's mostly not, pork. Pork's not me. good. Yeah. Pork's not good. Bacon's good, though. Bacon's good. You get good bacon, bacon's good. I just had good bacon this morning. I have to bacon's close my good. eyes and eat it. Bacon's good. Coffee's good. Vaughn Select brand <laughs> coffee beans. Fuck, man. I went through the bag of Italian, the two-pound bag of Italian. Now I'm on the, the French roast, and I forgot how good the French roast is. You're drinking black? Motherfucker. I went out no, I put... I put... I went, I, I, Go ahead. Well, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Sorry. I went out on a coffee limb and I ordered some Pete's Italian roast and some nope. Pete's Major Dickinson's blend directly from Pete's. Because when I used to do that all the time, it was the best coffee I had ever had. Because yeah, you, you get up. it, you get it a day. Literally, if you live in California, they roast it. They're roasting it today, and I'll get it tomorrow, maybe yeah. Wednesday, because of the the slope. Yeah, yeah. That's fresh and roast it's just, is good. It's, it's amazing compared to anything else. So it was expensive. It was way more expensive. Than, so I'm I'm giving it a shot. And it's like, Pete's, if you deliver and this shit blows my mind and it's amazing, cool. I'll keep doing it. But if it's just as good as the fucking Safeway Select yeah, Italian I, roast, then man, I'm going right back to it because that shit's delicious. And so, and I finally figured out, I have one of those fucking stainless steel containers with like the air presser, you know, thing that gets the air out in a lid mm-hmm. and all that shit. And the coffee beans don't last in it. Like hmm. they last a week at tops in it for no, whatever reason. That's why that little and hole in the bag. So air in and out. Well, no, the, the hole in the bag only lets air out. out. Not it only lets in. it out. Yeah. And that's, that's the point. You don't want to let new air in, which that's fine. Right. So this thing, this canister is so, and it's like expensive. It's like 50 bucks for this fucking canister right. for a one pound thing. And it's supposed to expel the air and keep the beans oily and fucking nice. Well, I've found out that it only lasts about a week, so I can't put too many beans in it. The best thing I found was you keep them in the bag, you open the bag as much as you need to open it, fold the bag over, put them in a fucking freezer, like Ziploc bag, squeeze all the air out, zip the bag, and you're fucking golden. I had that big ass bag for a month, and the coffee never went bad. Right, it's the first time I've went through an entire bag. I throw shit away because I'm so picky. Yeah, yeah. If it starts smelling, it starts smelling different. You know what I mean? It starts smelling like uh, bitter. Off. Yeah, it starts smelling bitter, and I'll throw that motherfucker away. This shit. I've been I've been taking my my little San Francisco Bay K cup things. And I've been putting them in a Ziploc bag and squeezing all the air out and mm-hmm. they stay fresh for so yep. long. And you got to keep them out of the light. Yep. You know what I mean? Can't let them be in the light. But I keep that shit in the bag, in the Ziploc. And literally, 
I used the same bag of coffee for a month and I'm, it never went I'm bad. I'm really glad that I'm not as picky as you guys. I'm fucking picky. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm fortunate. I used to say, picky. and yeah. you know this, I used to say I'm not picky, right. but I've come to the realization I'm fucking picky. Oh yeah. I'm very absolutely. picky. You're super opinionated about yeah. tons of food things. So yeah, but I used to be, I used to say I'm, I wasn't picky because it was easy shit. You know right. what I mean? It was just, it was like, no, I'm not picky. It's just this, but no, I'm very, it has to be a certain brand has to be a certain texture has to be a certain flavor. Right. Like I'm pissed off because my favorite fucking hamburger stand fucking doesn't exist anymore. What was it? Foster's Freeze on no. fucking on Brundage. Yeah. Like it, only one. No, they sold and they uh -huh. changed it. Mm -hmm. so, Frosty King's yeah. still good, man. That no, one, Frosty yeah. King's good. It's just different. God, uh, I want to go there so but bad. I won't. I it. went. It's fucking good. I know. I, man, I, I, I think it's sick. Right now. good to go. Okay, let's, There's only so, like 400 people that are sick but that nah, we know of. No, nah, you, you don't get it. It's fine. Yeah, you got a strong immune system. The risk. It, I can get it. Dave's later. the old one. I can get it later. So no, and yeah, so yeah, that fucking man. But I switched over to the French roast. Now I got a new bag. Oh my god, that shit's fucking delicious. God damn it! I love that SF Bay, but I, the San Francisco Bay stuff. But I just yeah. wish it wasn't in that net pot because it does feel like that's like it's gonna go stale. I just keep it in the bag it came in, rolled over in a ziplock. You have to. You gotta keep down, it in the ziplock. And then yeah. I have a glass jar with a glass <laughs> lid, but it's clear. It's not yeah. like light proof. But no, it's you don't of, need. I don't even hutch. put it in the glass jar. Yeah, but anything. that seems to be fine. But yeah. I, I, dude, I don't even drink decaf that often now. Like I love coffee. Once there, so what I've noticed too. Sometimes. Once I've noticed too is like even the even those ones go bad because they're ground already. Right. Once the once the bean is ground, it's fucking it, they go bad faster. So the grounds go bad quicker. But yeah, I'm super picky about coffee. Well, like it, I'm it fortunate fucking, for not being. <clears throat> yeah, you drink Folgers. Ugh. You could give me anything off the fucking menu at any mm. fast food place, and I'd probably nah. fucking be fine. No, no. Like, I mean, I have some things I would go for, but if, I, <laughs> if you just brought me, if I said surprise me, I'm fucking fine. Wouldn't bother well, me. I can eat whatever, yeah. but the only coffee yeah. that I've ever had that I was like, "What the fuck is Ambience fucking coffee?" Uh, hmm. It's like some weird just oh, generic brand at Smart yeah, yeah, like yeah. some grocery brand. Yeah, and that I shit, don't like Kona coffee either. It literally tastes like you fucking put hot water through fucking cardboard. I swear to God, it tastes like cardboard smells. That's what it tastes yeah. like. It was weird. I was like, how could this be okay? How is this passable? What fucking CEO was like, "Let's do it. Taste test approved and fucking People checked off." You bought it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, but I bought it once. Yeah, that's all I need. Again, that's I all I need. That's all Jesus. I need. Somebody bought it and used it in their convenience store. All right. Social media winners. We're done with Marilyn, yes? Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, episode 471. I think everybody's done with her. Black Dogs. Patrick Swayze's best movie. Um, Chris Hill is going to win a sticker pack from Printer Cheap for sharing on Facebook. Um, we appreciate that. You know what that guy did? What did he do? I don't know. Me either. Did something. No a few idea times. who he is. He's masturbated before. I'm that, sure there's a small sure. percentage that he I, didn't masturbate. I bet you he got caught masturbating in a closet. Has everyone got caught masturbating? No, but my friend Cameron did. I didn't get caught. Sort of though. <laughs> I, I, sort of. Just the tip was stuck out over my shirt through my uh -huh. shorts band. Like in the closet. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I told that story, right? Didn't I tell that story? Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, not digging yeah, yeah, in on yeah. that. Yeah. My, 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 my shorts band popped and I thought yeah. everything was away, but it was uh, not. The shirt uh, was tucked behind it. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad saw that. Poor guy. So the same thing happened though to Chris Hill, and, yeah. but, but he got a sticker pack. It's yeah. been a long journey, but here he is. Yeah. Got caught jerking off by his dad. It was awkward and uncomfortable. Mm. He thought he'd never get, he gets a stomachache every time he thinks about it. Mm. And then now mm -hmm. sticker pack, brighter days, you know, yeah. pandemic. Things get better. Sticker pack. Things get better. Yeah. He's 67 so, bald. Like yep. Josh Burton. Thank you for sharing. Josh Burton shows up to the virtual meetup with no fucking shirt on every yeah. time. He shows up in that fucking, I don't know. He's not wearing clothes. What's wrong with him? I don't know. 
No one knows what's wrong with him. He just shows up with no shirt. It's not like it's justifiable. You know what I mean? Like... I think his wife's a. He's not like Baywatch. He's not like Baywatch over there. No, I think. I think. Yeah, he's like a. He's like a. He looks like a. What's the Watch, Right. What's the What's the redheaded director? Fucking Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah, that's what he looked like, but balder and uglier. Taller. Taller for sure. Yeah. (laughs) The awkward gaze. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At the gaze. Yeah. Chris Hill. I don't know why Josh Burton got in the middle of your fucking prize, but he did. He so, gets in the middle of everything. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing on Facebook. Uh, Frankie Pigeons is going to hit you up on social media. Um, if you're not following Frankie Pigeons, you should because everyone who posts. And if you post anything, tag Frankie Pigeons. That way it gets reposted. Um, if you're doing a story for El Yucateco or something with us, uh, tag us in your story. I've been reposting the shit out of as many stories as I can. Um, and then Frankie Pigeons posts on the, the more the we know posts. that you posted or reposted or whatever. Uh, the easier it is uh, to win a prize. Yeah. So, so right. um, also, um, we're part of the Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts um, like the PyCast and Art and Jacob Do America. Those are both over there. Um, go check it out. Also, there's merch. So, if you like little cute pink pigs, um, it has been plastered on a cell phone case, a beanie, a hat, a fucking grocery bag. Um, it's on everything. You can get socks. You can get sweatshirts, hoodies, pullovers, T-shirts. It's all there. Go check it out, podbelly.com. Um, and if you're looking to learn how to podcast, there's a lot of uh, instructional information over there. Um, yeah, as far as equipment, um, how to do everything, um, just go to podbelly.com and check that out. Um, also, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, they make seven, a variety of seven delicious flavors that you can Did put you in your mouth. Did you say seven? Seven. It's a lot. I didn't say, not inches. I'm talking about bottles and flavors. No, no, I'm just yeah, saying that's check a lot. This out. And you got excited though for a second there. I saw it. You started no. thinking about cups. No. Talking about volume, no. vascularity. Your no. eye, I, 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 I know your eyebrows, that. bro. I saw that. I saw your eyebrows move, and I know what it means because hmm. I've seen it before. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, Elio Catego loves when we work cocks into the into their av- the advertisement. Thing, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, vitamins. You did advertisements. That, I, mean. I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> I put all the inches and all the flavors. Yeah. And um, cups. And they love us for it because yeah. it's effective. It, you. It's. Uh, it's not orthodox it's it's not traditional but it is effective people love yeah. it they think about putting cocks in their mouth and then they think about what else could i put in my mouth i mean el yucateco hot if you want attention answer. you get 400 cars in a parking lot and honk the horn <laughs> right that's you know and i will be there to mate and to mace you with some fucking hot sauce bitches <laughs> i've got plenty um so go to el yucateco.com go to the grocery store buy some if you find it uh post it on social media take a picture tag us tag them um and we should all email hot ones and the first we feast fucking shit and let them know to use triple X or at least at the very yeah. least Caribbean and stop saying that the red is Caribbean. You yeah. motherfuckers, you're fucking up. You pick the wrong one and you said the wrong one. Even if you pick the right one, yeah, do better. You sons of bitches. Um, also, um, that show's stupid anyway. I noticed that a furniture store is using hashtags, hoping you can podcast. And then I noticed, yeah, that some cult got on there and started saying that all their furniture <laughs> smelled like farts. Hashtag dude what? ranch. What? <laughs> and what? it was, it was amazing. And, um, I would like to hypothetically thank you if, uh, if you did anything, um, oh, on wow. our behalf, because that was, why is this awesome. furniture store tagging us? It's cause it's a sofa store and they're just using sofa king podcast to get to flood our feed because they know there's a lot of traffic for sofa king podcast hashtag. And so oh, it's God. just a bunch of furniture from like Indonesia <laughs> But uh, they I saw don't, they don't understand. So yes, unrelated to us, somebody yeah. <laughs> attacked them. Multiple people from this cult got on there and said, "I bought some of this. It smells like wet dank farts." <laughs> some guy named John did that one. There was a bunch of stuff like that. They said uh-huh. there was semen stains on it when they opened it. But the the funny unity of it, the uniform thing that was happening was 
that everyone hashtag dude ranch so that so that you could tell where it came what from. What have we done? <laughs> <laughs> what have we fucking done? So, this is horrible. Yeah. Thank you for oh, that. Man. Also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com for printed goods and use code oh, Sophie Podcast man. to save some money. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes a bunch of funny fucking t-shirts and he has true crime t-shirts. He's got Mike Tyson t-shirts, Godzilla eating ET, all kinds of fun stuff over there. Go check it out at Print Dirt, or not, not Print Dirt Cheap, at at fucking Jimmy D's Tees, fucking Jimmy D's Tees.com. That's the full URL. Um, and he also makes some shirts for us that you can check out at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, if you're not a patron and you want to support us, that's one way to do it. Um, thank you to the patrons. We're coming up on 500. We are officially, as of this podcast, eight patrons away. So if you just haven't fixed your card, if, if honestly, 70 people like, just fixed their yeah, card. I honestly like think like, oh, like, ah, oh, damn it. Only like we've been doing this for a long time. You're like, damn, only 500 patrons. That's, That's a fucking one, lot. It's one. Per I mean, episode. it's a lot. I it mean, really I know, is. I know other podcasters, and you know, I know keeps other happening. podcasts. I keep picturing five hundred people standing in the fucking street. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a the lot shop right now. Uh, and, no, and and like, uh, I'm because I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, damn, like. 500 for like, we've been doing this a long time, you know, like, and, and even, even patient for two years. It makes me more appreciative because I know that like the, I know how many actually listen. Like yeah. I see those numbers. And no, I know that. Lot. Yeah. For five, it, but you're special if you're the 500 because you fucking went the mile. Like you yeah. did it. You made the effort and actually yeah. gave because you cared. Well, this and, fucking means a lot to us. It what really I'm, does. what I'm getting at though is like, I think about it. I'm like, damn, like it, you know, looking at it on paper or whatever, like you look at it and you say, Oh, 500 patrons. You're like, that's not that much. That's a lot, bro. No, there's podcasts no, that no, have no. two patrons. No, I, I, I understand yeah. that. That's what I'm saying. I know other podcasts and I know other podcasters and I know their patron numbers. And I'm like, fuck, like, thank you. Oh, thank you know you. what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for those who put in the effort. Thank you for those who think it's worth it. Um, yeah, no, like honestly, from the bottom of my heart, like not joking, not playing around, like, like seriously, it's a huge thing. It'd be awesome if just yeah. 500 people listen to us, no, let, let yeah. alone give us a yeah. dollar. That, that's amazing. Well, there, we have yeah. 500 patrons and only 200 listen. Like, that's the shitty thing. That's weird. Yeah. Some yeah, strangers don't even know yeah, who we weird. are. Yeah. The, the furniture store fucking yeah. sent a lot of them over. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I forgot to do last episode? What? And I fucking remembered it in the middle of this episode. And I fucking feel horrible. What? The Sculpt Member of the Month. Oh, shit. Yeah. You did. We're so, thrown off. It's a yeah. pandemic. So, Sculpt Member of the Month, uh, Chris Strain. Um, he's hardly forgettable too. Yeah. I'm tired. I worked all, I worked harder on the weekend than I did at work all week. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's inexcusable. Um, we owe you. Yeah. We, we owe you. Brent's going to send you a prize. Uh, so to, to commemorate, uh, Chris Strain's weirdness and, uh, memorableness from the cult. Uh, here are some things that, uh, Chris does that might be, weird uh or maybe some of you do uh he always mumbles the name part during a happy birthday uh, song <laughs> <laughs> even if it's his grandma because you don't know if they're gonna say grandma or her name yeah. you know what i mean like happy that's birthday, the birthday happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Lowering, he lowers his music. This might be something Brent does. He lowers his music. When black people walk by. Uh, no. Oh, wait. This is he awkward. lowers his car stereo music uh, <laughs> so he can see better while he's driving. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In the Garces Circle, I do do that. Yeah. We, we share that. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he always, when he sees an outrageous price on something in a store, for some reason, he can't stop acting like he's still going to buy it. Like right. he's still interested in it. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, he always feels, uh, or it happens to him a lot, but he feels personally victimized by inanimate objects. Mm. Like his computer is always attacking him. It's going yeah. slow on purpose. Like you looking at me, garden gnome? Yeah. Fuck you, garden gnome. <laughs> um, secretly, secretly, he secretly diagnoses, uh, everybody in the waiting room of the doctor's office. That's fun. So did you not do that? No, I don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Some people do apparently. Yeah. Chris, Chris yeah, Strain is a, one of those. That's a thing. Um, he yeah. eats a family-sized bag of chips by himself. Well, I'm not surprised by this at all. Well, I'm just saying these yeah. are the things that he does. The that, family that size some, is kind of a joke. Sometimes you see family size and you're I like, see, bitch. I see some big ass. You go to Costco. Some of them. You go to Costco them, get a family yeah, size all bag. All family sizes are not equal. Um, he ignores emails for weeks sometimes, uh, then write back and says somehow it ended up in the spam folder. Right. Mm-hmm. He has email anxiety. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, he pretends he's in a movie while listening to music on his headphones and walking down the street. He like, pretends he's in a movie? Yeah. yeah. Like, so like, you know, sometimes a, like a certain song can make you feel like you're in a movie. Oh, he's got he his own it. soundtrack everywhere you go. He yeah. does. Yeah. It's Rainbow Bright soundtrack. Um, <laughs> he uh, wields a bear wrapping paper tube as a lightsaber sometimes. You know, the wrapping paper tubes. I mean, some I did when I was little. I could see it was, it was I know, fun. I then. know Dave did. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, should still sure. be fun. Uh, he's extra chatty with airport security for good travel karma. Mm, that hasn't got me anywhere. No. They're usually pretty dry. No. Yeah. Uh, he offers some truly transparent fake laughter. So that's the worst, dude. I got problems right now with that <laughs> shit. I can all of a sudden just see forced laughter like Chris D'Elia, Can't listen anymore. Can't watch it. Oh, can't, really? Brian Callen. Can't do it. Like I cannot watch them. I see the fakery real fucking hard and I cannot handle it. It makes me super uncomfortable. So do you do this though? Sometimes he takes a break from the internet on his computer mm-hmm. to get on the internet on his phone. Mm. <laughs> no, Dave. I don't know how effective that is. No, I'm just saying it's things he does. Um, how many things does he do? How long does this go? This is, I don't know. It could go for a long time, but he could, <laughs> sometimes he brings, sometimes he brings a book to the beach to not actually read, but he takes it with him oh, right. to make it look like he's going to read. And we'll do one more. Uh, use the bathroom at a friend's house. Uh, he peeks in their medicine cabinet. Well, I mean, you have to, you really do. Oh yeah. You're a douche Hemorrhoid bag. cream scope. Those wow. are the most common. Yeah. Don't yeah. use my towel. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to touch wash that your towel. hands off. Yeah. Just telling you that now. I sniffed it. I told somebody that today. They were offended. I was like, you're really going to use my towel in the bathroom? Dude, you my buddy, the up. same buddy, the same buddy that would have the Olive Garden conversations about fucking like <laughs> razors in your uh, butthole and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking was at his mom's house and he, there was no toilet paper or something yeah. and he got pissed off. So he took the hand dry towel that was hanging yeah, on the yeah. little hook and he fucking wiped his like he or he got it wet and wiped his ass yeah. and then like rinsed it out and hung it back up. Ah. And then his fucking, he heard his mom in the ah. bathroom and she's like, this fucking towel smells like shit. I was like, why would you do that to your own mom? That's, That's like the cucumber family man. thing your buddy did. That's fucking Fuck. terrible. Yeah. Well, he did that because he didn't like him. He was a bad person. I don't know why we were yeah. friends. Yeah, that seems like a Son really a horrible guy. He did bad things. Anyway, Chris Strain's not a horrible person. No. Only sometimes. Sometimes he, he takes stuff. sometimes he takes a break from getting shout outs and lets the show end. He does. So that's know, one thing that's he does. That's what happens. He, he's he a very that. kind person, right. not selfish. <laughs> um and we yeah. thank you. We thank you. Chris. Uh Nicole Smith design.com. Go check that out. There's yeah. a shout out. All right. If you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. And personal Instagram, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave. Uh, Dave posts interesting things on his page. Uh, different people post on his page. 
you know, there's, there's people that watch him and follow him mm-hmm. and they post on there and you can have conversations, I believe. That's how that works. I think so. Okay. Um, go check out, uh, take out underscore hot sauce. Check out Jimmy D's teas. Check out pod belly. Uh, is that it? Paint my gooch. Paint his gooch. That's it. And you can paint my gooch Mm-mm. with body paint. Put a target on it. You know what I mean? So I like it. I got shot in my gooch with a paintball one time. That's it was a funny not, angle. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a they funny shooting, angle. They like, were shooting like uphill. Tyrone. I was on the uh-huh. like the ledge of a hill. I can't believe it. Hit me on the bottom of my nutsack. Oh, it was crazy. That's horrible. I pulled my pants down right there in the <laughs> dirt. <laughs> Midday in the, in the sunlight for everyone to see. Oh, I pulled my balls out yeah. and checked them. You almost have to. It was rough. It's like when, I, when my ball fell out of my sack. That's the craziest story. I don't know if I believe you. Well, you cannot Ghosts, believe Ghosts, UFOs. I might believe China eyes before your ball fell out of a sack. And that is a stretch, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not believe me? That your ball fell out of your sack and ball fell out of my sack. What color, I held what, it with what my color hand. Was it? It was fucking looked like a ball. What do you want? Color? Mean, what was do you it? want? It was pink and red as blood. I had blood running down my legs. Most people don't know your balls are blue if they come out of the sack. Well, not when they hit air. Now you're making stuff up. I caught no. you in lies, sir. Balls aren't blue. I'm gonna tell you what. I what? didn't really look at it. I, I, I put it I, like I was making pasta, right? You put stuff in the pasta. Right. Tucked it back I in. I tucked it back in. Is there a scar? And Yes, there's a scar. It's wrinkly. It's hard to see the scar. It's, it is hard, but there yeah. is scar tissue and I can feel right. it. And if you want to feel it, just let me know. And I, I squeezed it. I All squeezed right. the sack in my hand and rode home. Oof. Yeah. Not fun. I'll tell you. You ever had a shit and piss at the same time for a long time? <laughs> it was then. You can't we stream stop. Show. <laughs> yeah. The stream will stop. Are you, okay? Are you still there, Dave? If Jesus you, Christ. If you fart while you're peeing, the stream stops. Yeah. You can't shit and piss. All right. Anyway. Don't be retarded. I'm right outside with them thugs. Yeah, I got friends, some of them blue, some of them bloods. So I'ma pick up on the flag just because. Imagine what it's like to wake up every day and know you don't belong. Peer pressure got me riding, got me on the tag alone. Fuck these hoes and get this money, that's the only theme song. Even if I don't agree, I know it's bull to play along. I can't go out like no bitch, I'm not no punk, I'm no peon. I'm no gangster, I'm no dealer, but my niggas put me on. I finesse you, don't push me, my crack it don't Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 Like shawty, I know that I'm wrong. I know I can't put none of this bullshit in my songs. I repent to God and ask him please to right my wrongs. Hold up, here go to work, hitting my phone, hitting my phone. Yeah, I don't want to live.
drop like this? How did it get like this? Pray to God, hope he forget this shit. I wanna run away right now. Out of the city, I wanna forget this shit. Running away from my early death, knowing that I can outlive this shit. Like I just motherfucking said, that motherfucker yeah. too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said every day I wake up with my mind on this money. Promise when I get it, can't nobody take it from me. Real Atlanta nigga, get you knocked off with your attitude. Never had no pepper, I got dog food, cash rules. Never had no pepper.